the college football experience, Texas tech red Raiders season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Texas tech red Raiders season preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free lock given former former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, man? How we doing? Oh, we're going to be doing all right. Talking red Raider football, big year for Matt Wells. Uh, it's safe to say he is on the hot seat, but give me the Dundee music. This is Texas tech from, from sunny Cumbie to cliff Kingsbury to Billy Joe Tolliver. To Byron Hansbard, to Wes Welker, to Danny Amendola, Michael Crabtree. I mean, you can go on and on. Marcus Coleman, Zach Thomas, just this uh, Bam Morris. You could just go on and on and on. This is a program. Yeah, it's hit a little rough patch, but remember the days of Mike One Leach, friend of the program before they backstabbed him. He was doing great things down there in Lubbock, and you know they can do it again. Maybe Matt Wells can turn back that clock and go back to that Utah state era. Cause he's entering a weird situation. I feel like most of the university from what I understand, wasn't happy with that hire when they hired him. So he walks into the situation. Uh, it went four and six a season ago. What really should have went five and five. They really let Texas uh, steal one Texas getting two onside kicks in the final two minutes of that game to, to come back from 14 to send that thing into overtime. Uh, and uh, you look uh, elsewhere. They only lost to Oklahoma State by six. You know they uh, 
they played somewhat decently against K State. I don't know what what we got here. They didn't narrowly escape Houston Baptist though. So, uh, what do you make of the Red Raiders and Matt Wells, NC Nick? Well, I mean, so far they've just been, you know, average or slightly below average. I think they are usually a tough out at home. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know due to the you know traveling to West Texas or the the home environment or or what have you. For some reason, they play a lot better at home. Uh, you know, that's that could be common uh, amongst average teams in general. Uh, usually, they go on the road and they lose. But you know, last year, really, I mean, Oklahoma whipped them. Other than that, every other game was was fairly close, kind of within reach. You mentioned the Texas game was close. The no, Oklahoma they should have won the game. Texas game. They they yeah. flat out should have won the Texas game. Yeah, so I mean, they're close. They're close to breaking through, I suppose. Um, you know, but the Big Twelve is a challenging conference, and it's it's tough. You know, when there's so many decent to good teams. It's tough to to jump up in notches, you know. I mean, that's what they're looking to do. They're looking to go bowling this year, and um, it's not going to be easy. Now they got some interesting pieces. Wells is, Wells is entering year three, so you, usually by year three, you got your system in place, you got your players in place, and usually universities start expecting results in year three. So it is a big year for the red Raiders. Yeah. And uh, the quarterback situation, very interesting is Alan Bowman transfers out to, to Michigan, but they bring in t- uh, Tyler shuck or show. I believe it's shuck the way it's pronounced, but uh, from, uh, you know what? From I, Oregon. I, see a, I see a tweet from 2017 where, where Tyler himself says it's pronounced shuck. Yeah. You are correct. Tyler Shuck. Uh, now he's going to battle. I mean, I think he looked, he played pretty solid in you in Eugene last year, but I mean, Henry uh, Columbia played pretty solid for Texas tech in his own right. He was a Utah state transfer play with Wells at, at Utah state. They also have Donovan Smith, whose dad is the, the Texas tech running backs coach, uh, three different quarterbacks. I'm assuming it's going to be Shuck, but I mean, who really knows uh, this offense? The OC is Sonny Cumbie, former quarterback there uh, in Lubbock. Now they're the 57th best scoring offense in the country, 64th rushing attack, which is actually pretty decent considering they were always air raid. Uh, 33rd passing attack, 38th offense overall. So the offense is not a problem there. There's not a problem. And guess what? They return. Uh, they return six, but I mean, if it, it's it's twisted a little bit because if, if Shuck can play or if, if Columbia gets the start, then they return seven. Um, they. Uh, Sharodrick Thompson is back at running back. This receiver, Eric uh, Azukuna, I don't know how to put Azukanama. Uh, this guy's a beast. I don't know if you had a chance to watch this guy, and I'm probably butchering his name, but I have, and you are <laughs> um, beautiful. Uh, three of five on the offensive line is back, and also tight end Travis Kuntz. Look, the offense should be fine. The offense, I think. Is probably not going to miss a beat. It might even be better with 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 the with with Shuck at QB. Uh, offense has not been the Texas Tech problem under Wells. You know he's had that offense or Kingsbury uh, or King, yeah. Hell, Texas Tech always has a good offense. Yeah. You know it's the defense which is the problem usually. Like last year they were you know second to last in in scoring defense. Only the, the only team that was worse was Kansas. So last year they gave up uh, what thirty six point four points per game. I don't care how good your offense is. If the defense is, is allowing that many, it's going to be hard to win, you know, a lot of football games. And you got eight starters back on defense, uh, 108th scoring defense in the country. That's pretty terrible. 
89th against the run, 101st against the pass, charting at 99th overall. But let me break down the good news here is that your whole defensive line is back. They do run a 3 3 5. So that's, you're bringing back three of four linebackers. That's impressive. And you're really bringing in two of four in the secondary. So the secondary, you want to circle, and the D line's got to get a little bit better. But they also were pretty active in the transfer portal. I should hit on that. They went out and brought in uh, Rashad Williams, a corner from UCLA. They also went out and got uh, them. And uh, that's the thing is they didn't have too many people transfer out. They received a lot safety. Reggie Pearson coming in from Wisconsin, uh, Virginia tech defensive end, Robert Wooten coming in. Um, so maybe those can, p- can pay off, but uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, this, this is a big year for Wells. I actually think if Wells does not go bowling, I think they I think he's fired. I think he, he, because of the, the, apparently for what I understand behind the scenes, they, they were never happy with that hire. And I think he's, it's a huge year for him because, uh, yeah, they just got to fig- They got to figure some things out by the way. I mean, they have, they have some other transfers I didn't mention too, but, uh, I don't know. What do you make of, of this season? We're going to get to the win total on the schedule in a, a second here, but wh- what do you make overall? You think Wells is there a year from now? Yeah. You know, it's tough. I think, uh, coaches probably deserve at least four years, but if he wasn't the top candidate from the get go, when he was hired, he might have a shorter leash. So I think uh, it would, it would be wise to win at least six, go 500 and go to a bowl game. I think it's possible. I think, uh, I think the defense will be improved. Uh, I'm looking at the, they return 11 of their top 13 tacklers and a good amount of them are super seniors. So they may not be the most talented bunch, uh, but they are experienced. They've been around the big 12 block a few times. Um, a lot of good offenses in the conference, but I think they can make some progress, some improvement on the defensive side of the ball. And I think the offense is always going to be there. Uh, the problem is, like I said earlier, it's tough. It's a, it's, it's a tough road to hoe in the big 12. Cause there's a lot of good teams and really the only one gimme game was Kansas. I don't know if that's a gimme anymore with Leopold. Yeah. Uh, so it's tough, man. It, you know, once we go into the schedule, you'll see how tough it is. Yeah. And uh, the win total in Vegas sitting at five. And I, in my opinion, their biggest game of the season is in week one because getting off on the right foot, you have a chance to go three and O to start the season. If you can, if you can just beat Houston in Houston, I think it's a true 50 50 game. I actually think this game now I I'm probably going to be at the UCLA uh, LSU game here, but I think this is like a big, like one of the bigger games that uh, kind of like, yeah, you understand the week one has a great Penn state, Wisconsin, Georgia, Clemson. But as far as like a sneaky game with huge implications for both teams, because if Houston wins that game, they have a kind of a cakewalk schedule. They could really build on that. And same with Texas tech. You want to make a bowl. You start out three and oh, you might have a shot to be bowling and save your coach's job. Huge game. In my opinion, uh, week one, Saturday, September 4th, it's in Houston. So I would actually give Houston a slight edge. How about yourself? Uh, well, I mean, we just uh, talked about that on the last podcast we did when we were no two podcasts ago, when we were going through the week one opening lines, I know you and Patty C were on Houston. I'm going Texas tech. I think at this point, well, first off, it's at a neutral site. Well, not uh, really. I mean, yeah, uh, it's at what the the Texan Stadium, yeah, I guess. Yeah, is that what it is. Yeah, 
so uh, yeah, but I mean, Texas tech will have their fair share of fans. Those, those red Raiders travel pretty well. Um, I, I actually, I'm not high on Houston. I know they have a, an, an easy schedule and I think in general, They'll have a decent record, but I don't think they'll be as good as their record might indicate. But you can't tell like, me this is, you like oh, this is a close game. That's what I'm this saying. Like this here. is a play or two different. Yeah, it's a fifty. Yeah, it's gonna be. It is a fun game to watch, and it is a fifty-fifty game. I'm actually gonna lean Texas Tech though. I'm gonna lean Houston solely because it's in Houston. Um, but if if they're able to pull that off, so I got them at zero and one. You got them at one and zero. Uh, after that, they get the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin. Shout out to Larry Centers, uh, and that's a win. And then after that, they get Florida International. That should be a win. But keep an eye out, Florida International. Before COVID, their wacky season a season ago. The year before that, they did beat Miami at my, or uh, you know, the the Hurricanes in Miami. So, so yeah, that's certainly not a gimme. I, I mean, you know, Florida International is going to be pretty good this year, I think. And and they kind of play a physical you know, style of football, which is different than Texas tech does usually. So if they get to West Texas and start running the football, uh, you know, with some success, they could control the clock. They could limit the possessions and they could possibly steal one, but Texas tech, like I mentioned earlier, they are pretty good at home. So I do have them going three and up. Yeah. I got them at two and one. Then they're at Texas this is a weird game because I mean, I'm going to favor Texas, but I mean, the last year on, on, if you watch that game, Texas tech should probably should have won that game. No, not probably. They should have won that game. And uh, they got a, a back-to-back and away here. Pretty brutal back-to-back away stretch of at Texas and at West Virginia. I got them at two and three after that. You yeah, they're going to drop both those. I think um, there's no way they start four and oh. So I had them losing to Texas and then to have that at West Virginia being the second half of a yeah, back to back, yeah, that's, a, that's a rough road trip for anybody in big 12 country traveling all the way to West Virginia. So yeah, I have them at, uh, at three and two, I got them at two and three and then they're home to TCU. This is a sneaky one because I feel like they always win one at home that you're not seeing last year was West Virginia. Um, last year they also did beat Baylor. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to get a TCU is a better team to me right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go TCU, but you're right. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in this game because it always seems like these games can go either way. And, uh, but yeah, I, I think TCU is just flat out the better team right now. So if you're looking at, you know, in, in, in early August, looking at the whole schedule, I think you've have to favor TCU here. Uh, then at Kansas, you know, I've been saying this all year that Kansas is going to bite somebody. It could be Texas tech. It could be, you know, Baylor it could be K state. I don't know, but I mean, they, they only beat Kansas by three last year in Lubbock. I think this is a prime spot for Lance Leopold to get his first big 12 whenever I'm on Kansas. I kind of like it, man. You know what? So, so my my three and zero start has quickly gone to a three and four record. Can who's Kansas had the week before? Oh, they get a buy too. I'm on Kansas. I'm on Kansas too, dude. Uh, so yeah, I have them having a really bad season right now. I got them at two and f- what five? Right. Then they're at Oklahoma. Or no, then they're home to K State. Now this is one. I was going to say this one, they win. Okay. It's, yeah. it's a, a very, a very Texas tech thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So three and five, then at Oklahoma, that's a loss three and six. They get a bye week before hosting Iowa state. Now this is one if you're Iowa state, cause Iowa state has Oklahoma 
the next, so the Iowa state's in the middle. This is their first back to back away here or their second back to back away here. But I'm saying their first opponent in this, in the second back to back away, they're at Texas tech. Then they go at Oklahoma the very next week. You could catch Iowa state to sleep here. Yeah, but no, I'm going with the cyclones. Me too. (laughs) Me too. But uh, then after that home home to Oklahoma. So so I'm at four and six and you're at three and seven right there. Yeah. Home to Oklahoma state. This is one. They almost won last year in, in Stillwater. It's another one. They could sneak. They could sneak this one. I'm going to say this. They're going to beat either Oklahoma state or, or Baylor. Okay. Okay. I got him at four. Yeah. And, and that's, that's very possible. And if so, that I'd have him at five, which is right on the number. But if you're looking at the win total, I think it's a tough, I think it's tough to get to six. I mean, so far Matt Wells has gone, uh, what four and eight and four and six. I think jumping up to six wins is a little too tough for this school. Maybe they hit the number. Maybe they hit five right on the head and you get a push, but you got to think the likelihood of a four and eight season is higher than six and six. I'm on the under, I'm on the under too. They haven't been bowling since 2017. So if he wins four games, is he coaching here next year? Yeah, you you know you 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 might be right there, and no, no, he might not be coaching there if they win four. What about five? Is five close enough? Is that improvement? I think a lot of it depends what else happens. You see, uh, Graham Harrell's sure. the OC at USC. Graham Harrell was a legendary quarterback down there in Lubbock, and he's been they'd a hot love, name. They'd love to hire him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they went Kingsbury before, maybe they'll. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they would like that, but uh, yeah, I'm on the under, and I think the under is a solid play. Uh, we'll see if Matt Wells can make it through the season there. Uh, but yes, guys, uh, please, if you can subscribe to the college football experience, cause we're breaking down all 130 college football teams. We're doing a solo podcast on every single college football team in the FBS, even some FCS out there too. Sam Houston state fans enjoying that FCS national championship. We're, we're, we're going to have you covered on the college football experience. Don't you worry. Uh, but also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Yes. Chris Beard's gone. He's at Texas now, but Mark Adams, I think the red Raiders are going to be a tournament team kind of flying under the radar right now. Uh, so we will have you covered on the college basketball experience, subscribe over there and then subscribe to the college football experience. We talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. So subscribe to both. You'll enjoy it. Uh, me, Patty CNC, Nick, we handicapped every single division one college football and college basketball game for the past four years. We've never had a losing season ever independently for each sport. So obviously as a collective as well, we're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. You can download that app for free in the app store and Google play store. When you download it, do us a solid and leave us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. And if you do take a screenshot, all right, take that screenshot Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow. Show me that screenshot, and I will send you a college experience T-shirt. Uh, at the Colby D. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give him a follow as well. And Patty C, third man in the booth, who's not here at the moment, he's on Twitter at Patty C831. Give him a follow. And the College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow and check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast, as well. Sometimes work blocks you from a lot of fun. Do the Slack, download the Slack app, and uh, Sports Gambling Podcast channels fun. It's, it's a good way to get around it. So, all right, folks, 
We're both on the under with the Red Raiders, but we'll be rooting for you, all right? This is the college football experience, Texas Tech Red Raider style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.